Hello, everyone, and welcome to War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast. Come to you, as always, from deep within the Outer Rim, far beyond the watchful eyes of the Galactic Empire. My name is John Mark Tolley, and joining me, as always, or almost always, is my co-host, Mr. Joe Cahill. Joe, how are you today, sir? I am doing all right. Hey, everybody, welcome to the show. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Uh, Ray will not be joining us here today. Uh, he's dealing with some... Uh, some health issues, so he's going to be relaxing in a tank of Bacta uh, for the night. So, again, we wish him well and wish him a speedy recovery. So, we finally have come to the end. We've gone through all the movies, and we are finally at the end of the saga. And tonight, we discuss the rise of Skywalker? It's I, I'm not sure. Uh, but yes, we are talking about the last movie in the Skywalker saga, Episode Nine: The Rise of Skywalker. Palpatine. And Joe, what's Rise that? of Palpatine. Rise of Palpatine. Yeah. Yes, the re-risen Palpatine again. Yes, yeah, again. Yes, because you can't keep a good Sith down. No, <laughs> evidently not. And I'm wondering where backup plan number th- three is going to be. I. <laughs> Um, but before we get into it, just, uh, let's just get our initial thoughts on episode nine. What you thought, what you thought of it, Joe. Mm-hmm. And that, that, again, that sums up my, my opinion on what I thought of it. Okay. Well, this has been a wonderful show. Uh, we thank you all for listening. <laughs> Uh, no, what well, you know, my problems are is like you. I've read the legends books, you know, the mm-hmm. comics, and too much of this was stolen from legends. You know, the stuff mm-hmm. they said they didn't like at Disney, <clears throat> because in all the Thrawn series of books, Thrawn had a cloning facility facility set up to bring him back. Um, I think it was originally the last book before. Uh, we started getting the new ones here, uh, but that's where, you know, he and Mara Jade go together and end up stopping the Thrawn clone from ever being born with clones, you know, yeah. the cloned mind of Thrawn put in him as well. So, you know, I look at the clone thing and, uh, you know, maybe it was because he was so full of evil Sith power. They couldn't clone him right. Um, you know, burned up the clone bodies. I don't know. I just wish we'd gone a, a whole different direction. Um, yeah. You know, I never felt in the in the final three trilogy that the New Order made a good bad guy like the Empire did. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, there's a lot of things I, I just, okay, they need a broadcast thing to get the Star Destroyers out of the, when it looks like all they're doing is going up from the planet they're on. Uh, you know, they're all homing in on that beacon just because the beacon gets turned off. You should have had it marked in your navigation. So, yeah, all those Star Destroyers should have been able to show up. Uh, and what, okay, and if it's such a big deal, what about all the ships that came to help Ray and everybody that dove into the atmosphere and, mm-hmm. and are, are blowing up the Star Destroyers and engaging them? Are they not going to be able to get back out because they don't know the route? 
Yeah, there's there's all so many stuff in there that's you know hand wave. Just don't think about it. Just don't. Yeah, obliviate. <laughs> Forget about thinking rationally. Um, yeah. Um, yeah. It's. I mean, I like that they made you know redeemed Kylo. Mm-hmm. Um, well, that and that's one thing I want. I want to let's let's talk about about Kylo and his his arc. And kind of the whole parallel to him and Vader, as far as not as far as the character, but the story arc and how you have a character that throughout the entire trilogy, through most of the trilogy, he he wanted to become he basically wanted to be Vader. You know, Vader was his mint was his mentor in a way that's who he was like this is what i want to do and it's ironic that in the end he ended up like vader sacrificing himself right so in a way he did and this is something that i remember after the movie you know came out there's a lot of you know um fans who um, probably Adam, you know, more of Adam Driver fans who were like, "Oh, well, Kylo should have lived. Ben should have lived. Ben should have lived." I'm, I keep telling them the same thing. Then you don't understand Star Wars. Kylo had to die. Ben Solo, when Ben redeemed himself, he had to die. That was the only way this could have ended is with Ben Solo sacrificing himself. That was his final moment of redemption was him sacrificing himself to save Ray. Much like Vader to save Luke. Yep. So I'd know, rather that, to me, that was a given. I would have rather he lived. Uh, for one, it would have made a lot more sense for the title. I know they threw that very end thing on mm-hmm. Ray, Ray Skywalker. Um, yeah. Yeah. But the Skywalker line is now gone. I mean that yeah, actual sure. bloodline is gone. Yeah. So yes, yes. Like, no more it's siblings, true. no more nieces or nephews, no more Uncle Luke. Uh, you know, at least Kylo could have kept that up with Ray. Yeah, but again, like Can I you said, imagine, I think you know, that a Skywalker bot and a Palpatine, the bloodlines mixing. Well, I mean, if you want to be technical, they kind I mean, in a way, I mean, the rumors is that Palpatine was Anakin's daddy. So in a way, they already have. Well, yeah, that's a rumor with the midichlorians and all that. Uh, yeah. Which, remember, we don't discuss. So I don't know what you're doing oh, bringing yes. that back up. Um, I, 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 I'm I, talking straight up genetic contribution here. Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Not causing midichlorians to have a kid using your own power in the force. Middle what? That's right. I, what is this word? Strange word you speak now, of. For me, the best part of the movie though is the Star Destroyer fleet. It does mm-hmm. look. It that does was. look awesome. Yeah, I, that was one thing. Like, I remember seeing the previews and being so. I would say for me, this movie, even more than Last Jedi, was 
compared to what we saw in the trailer to what we got on on screen even more to me than rise than last jedi this movie was kind of a just kind of a well yeah you saw it in the trailer everything yeah you saw all you saw all it was one of those you saw all the cool parts in the trailer I mean, yeah the, the kylo ray fight uh the, the empire the you know the imperial ships yeah uh, but even there that was something yeah. else that was borrowed from legends the uh reserve fleets mm -hmm. Yeah, you know, Palpatine yeah. had scattered out in, in the in the unexplored regions. Yeah. So, uh, you know, some of these authors are probably going, "Damn, you, you you won't make my book canon, but you'll steal all my ideas and make them canon." Yeah, I mean, do you think that? I mean, they should have just gone and said, like, you know what, we're doing, you know, Darth Cadus and. You know, just have you know we're gonna have Adam Driver we're gonna you know do him as Jason Solo. We're gonna turn him into Dar into Darth Cadus, and that's gonna be our story. And instead of doing this convoluted, and Ray's gonna be Jaina. Yeah, and Ray will be Jaina, and you know we'll cast someone as Mara. You know, I think the only thing the only thing downside I can see with that is then you would have you'd still have to explain like to the uninitiated that hadn't read the books, like, okay, why is this, all this going on? You know, why, you know, what happened? Um, whereas, you know, with doing a clean slate, they were able to be like, well, we'll tell you later. <laughs> Which they um, won't since it's the last book. It was the last film. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, as far as what happened before, right. as far as leading up, because I think if they would have done like, like, uh, you know, you know, last jet, you know, new Jedi order or whatever, and done like, you know, what you know, the Darth Cadus and Jaina and all that stuff, then it would have been, you would have been say like, wait a minute, how does Luke have a wife? Who is Mara? Who is this Mara Jade? Where did that come from? You know, what happened to, you know, I remember what happened to Coruscant. Why aren't they on Coruscant well, anymore? Well, if they'd done it, they, they would have had three movies to tell the story. This is true. This is true. You know, um, the first one could just be Luke and and Mara meeting and finding out and the, the whole Emperor's hand and yeah. that whole thing and her thinking she hears the voice well, when uh you know like at the, at the Well I think start. that I think that's you would have to have done a lot you'd have to have made some major changes, I think also. Oh yeah, you'd have to make some changes to the legends. Uh, um uh, because because I think a lot of people were hoping that the Thrawn, you know, initially they were hoping that the Thrawn novels would be made into movies. Well, the Thrawn books took place five years after Endor. So at this point, you couldn't have cast Mark Hamill as Luke Skywalker and try to be like, okay, we want you to look like you and act like you did uh, in 1986. There you go. Um yeah, but there were still a couple of years there between in the storylines. Yeah. And, yeah. Um, and digitally, but I digitally think for the aging is easier than completely digitally creating. Yeah. But I think for the, for the time, if you still want to keep it in the same timeline as these movies were set in, then setting it during the time of like Darth Kate, you know, Jason and Jaina and J Jason's uh, fall to the dark side and becoming Darth Cadis, that would have been the perfect era to make those to make that that's movie, enough of a jump forward a movie like that yeah big enough yeah. jump forward 
Um, and then you could have you know the books and the map, you know, everything you else fill flash- in, yeah, you know, still fill in the gaps. Some good flashbacks. Um, like yeah, what they did with her. and even even like you know just one you know one or two um, lines of dialogue to say like oh you know this happened before you know too and we've talked about that before how just you know a couple lines of dialogue can fill in a lot of gaps and let you know the uninitiated know give an idea of what's going on right you know to be like oh there was this war that devastated the you know after the empire fell that devastated and that's you know what happened and people were like oh i want to find out about this war they can google who are they using wrong what are they about and they can find out about that and or just forget about them and exactly you know that 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 too <laughs> and create a whole another section another enemy you know like you'll make yeah could have made Thrawn's arc last longer for yeah. the history um you know he did more damage than the yeah. new republic could handle and it came apart um i mean there's a lot of ways what do you think i i they, they, we got what we got yeah, we got what we got. Yeah. It's uh, it's a it's movie. Star Wars. I mean, I, yeah. I watch it. Uh, it's you know, yeah. it's bad. Star Wars is better than no Star Wars, as we've said many times. Yeah, yeah. Um, um you know, the, I mean, would I change some things? Yeah. Would I bring in? Or maybe not take out some of the secondary characters so harshly as well. To where they basically just vanished. Yeah. Um, just a second. I just heard from our friend Brian in accounting. He uh Well tell him to get this message. Tell him to get on here and join us. I just did actually. Maybe he's got more to say. <laughs> Tell him we got another 50 minutes of show to do. Help. Um, what did you think about um, the idea that Finn had the force? No, 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 no. Um, I think we kind of talked about it last week. I think it was just part of stormtrooper training, which is why he had, um, yeah. you know, he was able to even wield a lightsaber. Um, because you know what it's just a weapon yeah it's the weapon of the jedi and they're better at it because of the force and their reflexes but somebody trained really well hey grab a spot yes yeah grab the spot if you want to join us brian from accounting maybe he's having some issues Brian always has issues. I know. Brian is an issue. <laughs> hey, we want to keep him around, okay? <laughs> but you know, when they they showed that the stormtroopers having anti Jedi type weaponry <clears throat> to use to fight with against lightsabers, um, very similar to General Grievous's bodyguards. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, you know the the electro blade things. 
And it looks like we lost Brian. He hung up on us because he heard that. Oh, and he's back. Oh, there he is. So there's plenty of things out there, you know, reasons to say he had some training to fight a Jedi. Yeah. 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 Um, and I know uh, Brian will have some things to say because I know this is his favorite movie of all time. Isn't it, Brian? I don't think he's going to join us. <laughs> Come on, accountant. Yeah, there's just... Well, w while we're waiting for, for Brian to... I'll probably got to clean up stuff um, for you, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, then, yeah, no Finn, no Jedi. There he is. Uh, hey, what's up? Can you hear hello. me? Hello. It's the Big B. What's going on? I can hear you. What's up? Not much. We're discussing your favorite oh, movie. Christ. Which one? Your <laughs> absolute favorite movie. The Door of the Explorer movie. What? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> Uh, no, we're ending. Um, we're ending our look throughout the the Star Wars saga, and of course, that means we have to end oh, with Rise crap. of Skywalker. You know, Dora finds Skywalker. You had to get. You know what? Rise of Skywalker was basically a Dora the Explorer movie. Yeah, she's running all it over the basically place, basically exploring was. the whole galaxy. <laughs> oh my god! They they tried to cram way too much into that film. Agreed. Yeah. Yes. Um, we've already talked about um, uh, the, we are our first disagreement. Um, he said, Joe said he would have liked to have seen Kylo live. I said, Kylo had to die. To me, especially after his, with his redemption and his arc, to me, that was the only logical conclusion was Ben sacrificing yeah. himself. Um, especially considering how much he wanted to base his whole thing his whole persona on vader yeah after vader on vader then that was to me that was the only logical conclusion was him sacrificing himself i feel like it was too predictable though um yeah too predictable I uh, think we yeah could've, we could have gone yeah. with the whole but then again i mean mm -hmm. where you see them on a planet yeah. together or outside luke's uncle's farm and then it scroll, you know, it widens out, and she's pregnant. Ray's pregnant, and mm -hmm. there's the rise of Skywalker. Now we have a Palpatine Skywalker on the way. Ooh, I've seen Underworld. Those lichen vampire hybrids don't don't work out real great. <laughs> well, for everybody else, they usually work out all right for themselves. Now, now, if you did a three-way Kenobi Skywalker Palpatine. You have my attention. Oh, ooh. you got Kinky. the trifecta there. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Kinky thought. Hmm. Yikes! I caramba. <laughs> you know, I I have been seeing a lot of people. Uh, I get on TikTok quite a bit. Uh, there's a lot of people on there on Star Wars TikToks, always complaining that Ray wasn't a Skywalker and all this stuff. And I see where they're coming from. Uh, and they keep adamantly defending that she mm -hmm. was. And I see, I see where people are coming from. Yeah, she said she was Ray Skywalker, 
So she is a Skywalker, but she doesn't have Skywalker blood. I think that's what everybody means. She's not a part of that bloodline. Right. And so I think that's that's where the biggest point of yeah. contention is with yeah. that whole thing. I hate it. I hate the fact that she said that. She should have just said just Ray at the end of it or Ray Palpatine or or owned it. Just you know Ray. what I mean? Because I'm one of those I mistress Ray. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because it was one of those things where uh it felt it really did feel like uh in that movie. Leia told uh, Ray, never be afraid of who you are. And then she who turns around yeah. and, and takes a different name because of who she was. And I, I think if they would have stuck with what they were kind of hinting at in Last Jedi, with Ray being a nobody, Ray having no real family, then I think her taking the Skywalker name would have meant yeah. so much more because then it's like, I who she chose the, to be. Know, it would have been like, yeah. Chose I be. still think we yeah. should have gone with the Kenobi connection. Agreed. She should have been Ray Kenobi. Yeah, because that what it. a that great way to end it, and it explains Kylo saying she comes from nothing. Yeah, because Vader destroyed what he thought you know and, Ben Kenobi. Yeah, so the Plus, Kenobis were nothing. You could have it had a tie with it would have been a great kind of cliffhanger too for when the Kenobi series comes out because you know at some point Kenobi. Yeah had that connection with somebody and you're like, well, that never happened with Satine. I mean, he had the connection with Satine and Clone Wars, but you yeah. you never saw them, you know, bow, chicka, bow, wow. you never, you never got into that. But at some point, you know, you'd have to see Obi-Wan with a connection like that. And I think it would have been a great way to lead into the Kenobi series. Yeah. Oh yeah. What another, uh, oh, another yeah. great line yeah. to follow. Uh, I was so disappointed yeah. that would have been, that they didn't I, go that route. And when they went the whole Palpatine route, yeah, um, I kind of wish we'd ended up yeah. with, I don't know, Snoke is the big bad guy at the end still. Yeah, I when we went and saw Rise of Skywalker yeah. the first night, for some reason, like even coming up to it, I was excited for it, but it still had that feeling around the movie theater mm-hmm. and the crowd. Everybody was just like, oh, let's just get this over with. It, it, it kind of had that feeling yeah. and, and everything. Yeah. And then even during the movie, when when he said, you know, you have his power, as soon as he said that, I'm like, son of a. I knew it. I knew they were going to do that. And yeah. and the fact that they used the phrasing they did saying you are a Palpatine. That's what all the that's the same phrasing and wording that all the fans used for the for the 6 years before that. Who is she? Is she a Kenobi? Is she a Palpatine? Who you know who is she? Is she uh, is she uh, you know and the fact that they use that same wording just shows to me anyway that they basically got on vlogs yeah. and YouTube and went through and was like, "Okay, what are the most popular fan theories? We're just going to go with that one." And I feel like that's just the route they took with it. Yeah, which, uh, and I think I think in a way they did the they tried to do the opposite of what they did with Last Jedi. Where with Last Jedi, they took the you know they looked it was almost like they looked at the, all the fan theories like nope we're doing not doing anything that you guys yeah. want. And then you know Last Jedi became as you know as divisive as it was, and you're like oh crap maybe we do need to do with this. And I mean there has to be that fine balance i think with any any movie or tv show when you're dealing with fan um fan yeah, service fan expectations and you know some fan service yeah some fan service mm. is great you know but then you know you can sometimes get shoved down your throat too much where it's like okay we get it yeah. you know this is this is too much and i think in a lot of ways for me at least last jedi crossed that border of almost you know over, you know, it's like, here's 
all this shit. Yeah, yeah. Every what ship in the galaxy showed up. JJ, yeah. how many ships do you want in this shot? Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Which ships do you want? Yes. I'm surprised we didn't. <laughs> I'm, did we see? I think did we see the Enterprise in this one? I'm surprised we didn't I don't see think the Enterprise so. I know in this I one. did see some. There were some B wings in there. There was a couple of N one starfighters from Naboo in there. We did see yeah. the Ghost. There were a yeah. bunch of Mon Cala ships in there. I mean, there was just they they basically yeah. just went through yeah. a, this like category of concept art and was like, well, <laughs> they even they even had uh, one of the ships from one of the uh, the old Legends games. Um, they had uh, I can't think of the character's name. But they had like an old ship from like one of the old old. Uh, it wasn't Star the Outrider, Wars, was it? Jedi. The Outrider I think it was Dash the Outrider. Rindar? I think they might have had the Outrider. Yeah, I think they had Dash. It was either Dash Rindar. Who was the guy that they always make the joke that he was like the uh, the Chuck Norris that, of the Star that's Wars Dash universe? That, yeah, that was Dash yeah. Dash Rindar. Yeah, yeah. Um, that was in there too, huh? I Gosh. think so. I'd have to. It would surprise me. The Enterprise was in there. Probably in there. Kyle, they had, oh, it was, it was oh, Katarn. They had Katarn. Kyle Katarn, the Raven's Kyle Claw. Kyle Katarn. Yeah, they nice. had the Raven's Claw. In I did there. not know that. Um, yeah. That's cool. Yeah, so they had every. I mean, there were some things in the movie that were cool to see. Like, it was cool to see Lando and the mm-hmm. Falcon again. Like, I did, I did, like, there was, like, those little bits. To see like Wedge that, again. But, uh, Wedge, seeing Wedge, yeah. although. I think they ruined him by not having him in an X-wing. Yeah. They needed to have him yeah. in an X-wing and flying neck, you know, again flying flying cover for, you know, flying cover for Red yeah. 5. And it and it was heartbreaking um, too because Snap Wexley died just moments before he they came in. And that was his stepson. If you look at the at the canon in the aftermath books and and Resistance Reborn, Snap was uh Wedge's stepson through through snap mother and yeah. he comes in at the like two minutes too late to save his stepson you know what i'm saying like and he didn't even realize it yet oh. at the time so there's there's more like if you read all this canon stuff there's there's more in the films that's more heartbreaking than you realize and there, there's stuff that's deeper and, and that was one of the things because i'd read resistance reborn before watching rise of skywalker for the first time and and you those two mm-hmm. were really close for a while when he was growing up and then when he got older not so much but uh, seeing Snap Wexley die, and then thirty seconds later seeing Wedge come to the rescue was Wedge. just like, oh, oh no, you know, and it's just heartbreaking. Oh. See, to me, I would have loved to have seen a scene where you know Ray is flying, flying in with Luke's X-wing, and you know trying to do something, and then you hear Wedge's voice like, "I got your back, Red Five, and just coming up alongside. Like, oh, that would have been, I would have been like, yes, yeah. And you know, not even call him by call him Luke, just call him Red Fives. Like I got your back, Red Five. There's so many missed opportunities, oh. and, and you know, even in Red Five, rogue, rogue leader has your back, Red Five. <laughs> <laughs> like even in the novel for Rise of Skywalker, which I still stand by, Rise of Skywalker being my least favorite Star Wars movie out of all of them, mm-hmm. uh, even even more so than Attack of the Clones, and and that I don't want to say that hatred, but that dislike got even stronger after I read the novelization. Because the novelization was so good. It was so good. And there were so many things mm. in the book that wasn't in the movie. They had so many missed opportunities. Um, kind of like, like when all these ships are coming into that scene we're talking about where all the starships are showing up. In the book, you've got Hera saying, you know, this is Spectre. You know, this is the ghost reporting in. You've got 
Kaz from Resistance reporting in. You've got Aiden Versio's daughter and Uncle Shiv reporting in. You've got all these other characters from other pieces of canon that are reporting in, which to the normal audience member would just be like, okay, that's a lot of people calling in, but hardcore fans would be like, I know who that is. I know who that is. I know who that is, you know? And it would have been yeah. one of those geek out moments. Yeah. Like I was laughing, reading that part of the book. I'm like, this should have been in the fucking movie. Like, are you kidding me? Yeah. Right. So, and then they would have made their, their, their solid core base that much happier. Yeah. Means that core oh, yeah. could have put that enthusiasm out there. Yeah. And yeah, definitely. Would have yeah. Helped. And do you think that was part of the problem? Yeah. That they tried to, they tried to, they tried to to pander to the rubber. While while they did try to, you know, get the the hardcore fans with a few things, they still were trying to more target the casual yeah. fan, and really yeah. saying, well, you know, they won't recognize this. But then we still got that scene in, I don't know if you want to call it the throne room or the Sith temple or whatever, where you hear all the voices. The fact they put Ahsoka and uh, Kanan in there right. was, was proof that they Kanan, were reaching out yeah, to, that the, was cool. to the Canon junkies and, and the people that did other yeah. things. But you know, fan service works if you do it right. Like in rogue one, a perfect example is the ghost mm-hmm. in rogue one chopper in rogue one, you know, yeah. seeing them in the background, yeah. knowing that they're there in the same universe, everybody else doesn't give a crap. But when I went and saw Rogue One for the first time, when Chopper rolled by, everybody, holy crap, that was that was Chopper. And then when you see the ghost, you know, everybody freaks it out. Was, like, and then they even mentioned yeah. uh, General General Syndulla, yep. and it was one of those. I think that's how yeah. you do fan service. You don't need to shove it down right. our throat. You don't need to be like, "Here's the thing. Look at yeah. the thing. You remember yep. this thing? It can just be like a little yep. one off. You know, you mentioned. You know, we talked about this before that." Um, you know, Star Trek does this right too, where you'll see just like, you know, a scene where you'll see a, they'll be looking at a computer screen and looking at ships and they'll, you know, as you're scrolling by, you'll notice, oh yeah, there's that mm-hmm. name of that ship. Um, and I think this is something we talked about this on our other podcast. Um, uh, that was the way. I need to, sounds like a great show. show, man. I need to get in on that. You should, yeah, <laughs> you, you do, you do. <laughs> Um, but we talked about how that would be a good way for them to like w- mention Luke without bringing Luke yeah. in is to have him have like a computer, you know, him going through a computer terminal and you can see, you know, maybe a list of, 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 uh, rebellion general, mm-hmm. rebellion leaders, you know, rebellion generals or commanders, and it can even yeah. be in Arabish, yeah. but you see Luke, Luke Sky, you know, general Luke Skywalker. And anybody who can read read it would be like, oh, 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 for the well, and, that's, and that's where they did it right in Rogue One. Mm-hmm. For us hardcore fans, yeah. you know, as soon as we saw what the plot basis was, the Death Star plans, we're like, oh, we're now going to get that explained finally. How yeah. did they get a hold of them and then transmit them to Princess Leia? And they fixed that plot hole too with yeah. the oh. with the exhaust port. You know, like yeah. they exactly that was yeah. yeah. No, I'm still waiting for Rogue Rogue One Two Mini Rogue Bothans. Two Mini Bothans Rogue Two. Rogue two. There's no Mini Rogue Bothans. Two. Sure, Wedges Squadron. You guys remember when Rogue One was coming out? Not to change subject for a second, but you remember when Rogue One was coming out, and oh, everybody okay. was like, "Well, how come they stole the planes? I thought it was Bothans," and everybody oh. lost their minds, like just oh. stupid. <laughs> 
for a year. It, that was the second. Yeah, yeah that was the second. That was, and you had to explain that to. And as oh. soon as you say that, they're oh yeah, you're right. And it was, and yeah, it's just, yeah, yeah. it's like everybody went dumb for a year, and you just had to explain that to everybody. Hardcore fans. Yeah, hardcore yes. fans. I'm, I'm explaining to yeah. somebody, you know, admins of Star Wars group. <laughs> Dude, that was Jedi. Return yeah. of the Jedi. Yep. Many yeah. humans died to bring yeah. you this one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a droid. One droid. Yeah, one droid. And droid. then a whole yeah, bunch of droid. poor uh, rebel troopers trying to stay between Vader and the plants. That is the worst way to go, man. Oh, that was the best. <laughs> that was, that was so cool. that was, but, when that came on, I was just like, finally, be still yeah. my heart. Well, see, one of the other one of the other well, things. Oh, go ahead. What, but before we go on, I just want you to know, um, Joe here is our uh, resident imperial. Imperial, oh, you imperial scum. Imper- yeah, imperial truth. Re- yes, he says imperial news. truth. Reporter. Imperial yeah. news network. Oh God, <laughs> crap! So, you're one of those yes. guys. Darth Vader and his fleet attempt to rescue uh, Alderanian princess and ship oh, being attacked by pirates. I can see it now. Vader or Tarkin knocks unemployment on Alderaan to zero. <laughs> like I can see it already. Saul's inflation rate on Alderaan in one <laughs> Oh my god. Well, see, Rise of Skywalker did bring a lot of stuff from other canon in too, because uh, stuff like mm-hmm. Mustafar looking different. They didn't explain at all that that was Mustafar at the beginning, and it looked completely different. The the, the planet where he was getting the wave that was mm-hmm. Mustafar, and the reason it's different is because of mm-hmm. some throwaway virtual reality thing that hardly anybody played and explained why it was like that. You know, but the fact that they could mm-hmm. keep something like that right, but they can't keep straight yeah. that. Poe left to join the Navy or the, the Republican instead of the resistance. And then they had to retcon that in the novel. You know, there's like, they get certain oh. details, right. And then there's others. They're just, after that comes out, they're like, Oh shit. <laughs> like, we screwed the pooch yeah. on that. Yeah. And then there's some characters that, you know, that they, that played like, I, I'm like Rose played such an integral, you know, a big part lover, love the character, hate mm-hmm. the character whatever in last jedi and then was hardly yeah. in rise of skywalker at all and do you think that was because of the fan backlash i don't think so because they they did come out and say that a lot of rose's parts were were centered around leia and they had to because of the way they had to do leia mm-hmm. they had to limit rose's uh uh kind yeah. of participation a little bit so they had to kind of rewrite that but everybody took it as oh we got it we got her out of there and, and we won. We won. yeah that's basically what Losers what I gather from it. Yeah. But same yeah. thing with Finn. His um, uh, role seemed to be yeah. cut way back. And he's now complaining. Cut it was way back. Cut way back from what he yeah. originally saw. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, before you got on, we were talking about, you know, the idea of that they kind of hinted at and kind of teased and even kind of said afterwards that with, you know, Finn kind of constantly trying to talk to Ray and tell her something that, he was trying to tell her that he had a connection mm-hmm. with the force. So what do you think about that? Cause I know Joe was against uh, it. That, but, yeah. I feel like um, that was another one of those things where they went back and started looking at fan theories because remember force awakens came out. Everybody's like, Finn's going to be the one that's force sensitive. And then even after it came out, they were like, Finn's going to be force sensitive. He's going to be force sensitive. He's that's, he's going to be one of them. And then last Jedi came out and nothing got said about it. 
And it was one of those things yeah. where I feel like, you know, I've got a follower of the of the Canon podcast, Richard J, who's huge on the show. He told me he saw the, the movie the night before I did. And because he lives in Wales, so they got it the night before we did. And he was he said the first half of the movie was all damage control. And I was like, what does that mean? And then we went and saw it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> that's what it means. It was all damage yeah. control. Yeah. And 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 that's where and yeah. I I for one was against, you know, because I, I remember the same thing when they were talking about, you know, oh percent against it. Cause I'm like, I don't want everyone to be a Jedi. Yeah. I do exactly. not want that. I don't. You know, it, I, I even said it's almost like, you know, the uh, the, the Oprah Winfrey of it. You, know, you get the force. You get the force. You get the force. Everyone gets the force. Repio's over here lifting shit with his mind. Like. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my. Well, and like I said earlier, uh, with, with Finn, he was a stormtrooper. Yeah. Obviously, they had weapons because they show the weapons with other stormtroopers to fight the Jedi with. Mm-hmm. So not so unusual that maybe he has training in a lightsaber yeah. or something similar enough. Yeah. Hand to hand combat training. Yeah. yeah. Well, see, we yeah. never we never saw when, when the classic movies came out, there was nothing that could withstand a lightsaber. Except for some mm-hmm. reason, that one handrail in the emperor's <laughs> throne room, for some reason, he must have hit it just <laughs> in the right spot that it didn't. But nothing else could stand up to that. And then the prequels come along and still it was just lightsabers. And then you uh, had the Magna Guards with those staffs. You did have that. Yeah. Lost, and that was we did yeah, that was, in episode three, though. Yeah. With um Grievous's guards. Yeah. Yeah. They, yeah, they had the Mag- those, yeah, they had those staffs. Yeah. And right. that was the first time you saw something other than a lightsaber stopping a lightsaber. Exactly. And then it's like in the sequels, they just ran with that. <laughs> like <laughs> like lightsabers don't cut through anything anymore. Yeah, nothing. Yeah. Well, and we also we we talked we talked a little bit about this uh, in Last Jedi, where you get a new Force power, and once again we get Force healing. Yeah. Um, what were your guys' thoughts on them using you know bringing in Force healing? I mean, I didn't have a problem with it. You know, it seemed like it seemed like well, yeah, that makes sense that you know you'd be able to do this with the force, you know, you're able to do this, all this other stuff with the force. Mm-hmm. It makes sense that you'd be able to. And I think if you look at it, even though they might have come out and say it, I think we've seen some form of force healing before. Every video game ever, Obi-Wan. every Star Wars video game ever has force healing. Uh, I knew force healing. Yeah. 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 When he reaches down and puts his hand on Luke's head, yeah. like that's force healing. Yep. Right. I mean, it's it's yeah. That's exactly what Obi Wan did right there. Yeah, I just don't yeah. like. But everyone like got so so, and how big, how much healing was done. Yeah, uh, yeah, I do yeah. agree with that. That was a major plot device. Yeah, the Force healing was a plot device, and the fact that they moved that Mandalorian episode up for that week mm-hmm. so that oh, yeah. Yoda would do it before, or Baby Yoda would do it before Ray did. And everybody's like, why'd they move this up? That doesn't make it. Well, it had to have something to do with Rise of Skywalker. And then after we saw the movie, we're like, oh, 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 oh I see what yeah. you did there. Okay. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. You mean the child? There were yeah, a lot. The, yeah, baby Yoda. He's baby Yoda, Mark. <laughs> but there were a lot of cop out moments in, in Less and the Rise. Yeah. Both of them had it. Yeah. Uh, my, my, I, I mention this every chance I get, Mark knows, is the homing device to get the Star Destroyers off the world. 
Now, you know, if you're going up or you're going towards a source and that source stops, what do you do? You keep going the same direction it was going telling you to go. You're going. Yep. And yep. really, it just looked like they were rising. Yeah. And oh, yeah. Then, they were just. Yeah. Just okay, that's all there was. Yeah. yeah. Let's just keep doing that. Yep. It's not like they were having to maneuver or miss anything. Yeah. And then when all the other ships came in, they had no problem getting back out. Yeah, uh, I I can't figure that out. The Star Destroyers, that was one of the big things I hated about this movie. The Star Destroyers had to have that navigational beacon to get through everything around Exegol. But these, like, thousands of ships just made it no problem? Yeah, haven't scanned anything, just showed up. Yeah! What the... (laughs) These these Imperials have been living there for how long? Oh, 30 years? Something like that? Yeah. It's just... And they couldn't figure it out, but oh, everybody else in the galaxy knows. <laughs> like, no problem. Yeah, well, they all came flying and said, whatever you do, don't hit the ice. Yeah. 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 And it's, it's hand waved. We're worried about the ice. And there's, there's 5 million and 67 starships coming out of hyperspace in the same spot within a square mile of each other. And we're worried about ice chunks. Yeah, that makes sense. Yeah. Now, how did you all, you know, program that? No, yeah. How did you not appear inside of each other while you're coming in? Like, then we, get, make any then we sense. get a good uh, Last Jedi shot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, the ghost comes through the middle of the flagship fleet and wipes out the entire rescuing fleet. Yep. I just, there were, there were so many things in Rise of Skywalker. Space Forces. That, space Forces. <laughs> sp- Pal- Palpatine was awesome, though. His plan didn't make a lick of sense, but he was awesome. Yeah. But, I don't get well. It's Ian McDermott. I know. I, I, mean, I don't get how the emperor yeah, but, goes from having this like fifty-year plan and is so patient that he can wait so long to become chancellor and then to reveal himself and to get Anakin as an apprentice. Like he had to deal with politics every damn day for like thirteen years as chancellor just to make this happen. I would have sucked started a pistol before that point. Like he had to deal with all of that crap just to get to the point of being the emperor. And he dealt all he did. He played this like massive long game, but then right before you win in the long run, you tell everybody in the galaxy sixteen hours before you're going to attack that you're still alive. When you could have just did it without saying anything, and you would have won. <laughs> like, come try one more time, guys. It's never worked for me before, but who knows? Maybe this time will be different. It was the whole None and villains having to tell their yeah, plan. yeah. Uh, which was another cop out. Yep. Yeah. In order to get everybody there, they they should mm-hmm. have found out that Palpatine was still alive at the end of Return of, of Last Jedi. Instead of Broom Kid using the Force, don't show that stupid scene. Show you know, cut to Exegol and 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 have that whole scene with Kylo Ren. Like you should have ended Last Jedi with the whole first three minutes of Rise of Skywalker. Mm-hmm. And 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 when he says "Who is she?" and then it just zooms out on the Emperor's face and then goes to black, that should have been the end of Last Jedi. And then wait two years before anything. Yeah, I, I agree. Now that, that was another been... force power we discussed: their connection and their contact with each other. The dyad. Oh, the dyad. I feel like that was a cop out too. Yeah, that was kind of a new mm-hmm. force power. Because, uh, especially when you can get rained on from the other one's transmission. <laughs> Yeah, or you can grab necklaces off each other, or you know, it's it it, it retcons Last Jedi again because Snoke said he's mm-hmm. the one that connected their minds, and then all of a sudden, oh, it's this mystic thing in the next movie, pretending like Snoke didn't say that. Right. That's yeah. that's one of those retcons nobody talks about. 
and it you know even at the end of last jedi after snoke was dead spoiler alert if you guys haven't seen it don't know why you're watching this if you haven't seen it what i'm sorry uh and uh even next you're gonna tell me that darth vader is actually anakin skywalker dude boy have i got a story for you um (laughs) but no it's it's even though they saw each other even after snoke died in last jedi a lot of people are like, how are they still seeing each other if Snoke was the one that connected him, but he's dead. But now we know Snoke was actually Palpatine. So Palpatine's the one that connected him, but at the same time it was a dyad that caused it. Like I don't none of it makes any sense whatsoever. That's why I don't refer to it as the sequel trilogy. It's just well, sequel films. And when you stop and think about it, you'd think Palpatine would be smart enough not to connect his, you apprentice, would think. his apprentice with anybody else. Yeah, we don't want connections because these Skywalkers have a tendency to go back to the good side when that happens. Yep. So, I Kylo, just... you don't talk to anybody. <laughs> just yeah. look down the whole time. Eyes down. Like Beckett told yeah. Han, don't you're look doing, at nobody. You're doing well taking over the new the new order. Leave it at that. <laughs> don't, don't let her just bat those big brown eyes at you. Well, that yeah. would probably work with me, but Speaking of the new order, yeah. let's discuss another one of the one of the plot points, which was Hux being the spy. Top predictable. Uh, yeah, Big it was predictable. Top. And like we talked about this in the last movie, um, where we talked about last um, Last Jedi, how I feel that Hux was a wasted character. Like they set him up so much to be a oh, great God. secondary villain. Yes. He, and, yeah, he had the abusive I mean, upbringing. Like he had everything that the, makes an amazing serial killer documentary, and he, <laughs> he just nothing. Yeah. I mean, they said. I mean, you give. He has that speech before they fire the Star Killer base, the Hitler, Ed. and you're just like, yeah, yeah, you got a space Hitler, and you're just like, <laughs> okay, this guy's gonna be. And then they turn him into nine, just nine, a joke. Nine. You think some stormtroopers are in that crowd? Like, God, who pissed in this guy's Cheerios this morning? Like, holy crap. He is really mad at the Republic. Just a touch. Just a yeah. little bit. Yeah. It, it felt personal. Yeah. But yeah. And he, he doesn't seem like the, like the type of guy that would betray everything that he yeah. had believed in just because he doesn't like... So was he the you know, spy I, the whole time, or was it only for the last year between Last Jedi and Rise of Skywalker? I don't know because they I don't, don't know when... specify. They don't, and and yeah. that that's had they said you know he's been the spy all along. That's cool. Like I never saw that coming. Well, talk but, about keeping your cover. Yeah. Let's just blow out blow out the new results. Yeah, public. yeah, and and yeah. and you know I I tend to think maybe it just happened within that last year because of the whole. Kylo kind of taking Kylo. over for the supreme leader and killing Snoke, and I think because because yeah. he told him, "I don't want to see you win, I don't want to win. I just want to see Kylo lose." It had nothing to do with the First Order and the Resistance anymore. It was just personal between yeah. him and Kylo. So yeah, but then again, I mean, considering what we saw in Force Awakens between with, them with Hux, yeah, I you know as far as Hux and his you know belief in the First Order and how you know he felt what we see with that scene, he doesn't, he didn't seem at that point, like the type of guy that would betray the first order just because he right. didn't like, well, you know, kind of going you back know. to your Nazi euphemism. What if all that work Adolf did 
with the brown shirts and everything to get there, only to wind up as number two. Yeah. Did he go yeah, for taking it? Yeah, I see that being personal, you know. Yeah. So maybe it was within the yeah. last year. I don't know. Uh, those two hated each other at the last of, of last Jedi. Oh yeah, like those two <laughs> concentrate all fire on the speeders. Concentrate all fire on the speeders. Like it was just one of those things that the looks they gave each other. Like, are you serious right now? Like, and then when you know Kylo force pushes them against the wall in the in the shuttle in Last Jedi or in, in Kylo's you know ship. Oh, those two despised each other. And that look he gives oh, Kylo yeah. at the end of that movie, when, when Kylo walks in to find those dice and they disappear out of his hand, look Hux gives Kylo is just pure contempt, mm-hmm. you know? So I, maybe it was, just and he, thing didn't have, he did have one of my favorite lines is whenever, whenever he, and uh, not to go back and talk about uh, last Jedi again, but when Luke shows up there, <laughs> And Kylo make, you know, orders all More. the guys to fire on him. It's like, I think you got him. <laughs> Do you think you got him? That that and that's oh crap. That is Star Wars humor that works. Yes. You know, and we we talked about that too. Yeah. We talked about that too about the forced humor. Yeah. Um, you know, throughout you know the movie, throughout the you know, especially the prequels, I think they did a lot of forced humor, mm, po- poop jokes um, and. Oh, jokes yeah, poop and fart and, jokes. oh god and they did a few things here like i thought the whole scene in in um last jedi with finn and you know doing the yo mama i think that's to me what killed hux oh is, when poe you know, message when, from your yeah, mom he's, yeah, you know, from your mother yeah yeah, yeah a message from your mom i think <laughs> i think all all and i think even joe mentioned that all hux would have just said is like well you're one ship i have a star i have I have a star destroyer. Yeah. Instead of turning around like a temperature, like, open fire, like just taking it so personally. It's a your mama yeah. joke. Nobody takes your mama jokes. <laughs> but you know, like know. that, that kind of humor doesn't work in Star Wars, but it's so funny. I can't help but laugh every time he says that because Poe went there. Like he really thought yeah. he's he's looking down the barrel of a of a uh, uh what was it called? Uh, of a, I don't even remember what the damn ship was called now. Yeah, I, the fleet killer or whatever. Uh, but anyway, he was looking down the barrel of it, and he's still saying it's from your mother. You can't help but laugh because it's just so stupid. Yeah. It's funny. Yeah, this is true. But this is true. that didn't work, and and you know the whole bomber run, the what the whole bomber run. Oh. Oh. spaceships I've ever seen. Yeah. They were not yeah. even moving at an orbital velocity. They don't make any sense. <laughs> no <laughs> sense. From space onto the ship. But you know what you know what I just had a thought in my mind is the scene from um when you see the bombers coming slow is the scene from one of the um not Monty Python, but one of the um the spy um Oh, it's the the comedy with um, the spy who shagged me. Oh, uh, Austin Powers. Austin Powers, where the the the, the, the security guards are getting ran over by the uh, <laughs> just uh, keeps going and going and going and going. Uh, <laughs> He's like, uh, yeah. Well, and that's when Huck should have said, "Open fire." Yeah. Don't let those things yeah. get over mm-hmm. our bow. Shoot at them. 
A dreadnought. That's what it was. Damn it. I can hear people screaming at yeah. me in the forest. It's a dreadnought. I killed the God. dreadnought for you. Yeah. What are you talking about, princess? Yeah. yeah. We have no bombers left or crews. And I like how Leia was like, disengage now. And basically, you know, saying you're one fighter up against a, a dreadnought. Well, Leia, what did your brother do against a Death Star again with one X-Wing? Just thought I'd throw that out there. Well, but, yeah. it wasn't for a Millennium Falcon and a couple of yeah. others. It wouldn't have been a Luke. Yeah. But I mean, but come on. She's get get back here, Poe. Get back here. No, I'm gonna do yeah. this. Poe, you want to return to the ship? Yeah. <laughs> the the whole the whole thing Leia said to three PO wipe that nervous expression off your face. That worked. That that's good Star Wars humor. That's mm-hmm. funny because you know. Yeah. I, but some of it just did not work in Rise of Skywalker either. You no. know, and yeah. and it just it was like it was just forced. No pun intended. Mm-hmm. It, it just it was, and it. I don't know. Force I just yeah. Force Awakens, awesome Star Wars humor. Funnier than hell was when Kylo has that fit, and you think he's gonna force choke that officer, and he just has a temper tantrum and destroys the the panel in front of him, and then turns around. Anything yeah. else? You know, like that's because you weren't expecting that. Well, even even uh, Force Awakens when he's having the, when he's destroying, you yeah. know, you see him destroying the thing, and you see the two stormtroopers walk by. Yeah, and they see that turn around, they and just stop, nope. look at each other, and then. <laughs> Nope. The other way. Yeah, we're not going that way. That works. It's just little stuff like that. Yeah. That works, you know? Because, I mean, there was humor in the classic trilogy, too, that worked. You know, I, yeah. as underrated as it is, I should, maybe it's not as underrated as I think it is. The whole laugh it up, fuzzball. Like, that entire thing is just classic funny. <laughs> Walking you know? way. Yeah, it's it's funny. Well, Vader with the dad jokes. And to me, Force Awakens was just an update of A New, a new Hope. Yeah. See, okay. that that's well, one of the problems I think with with this classic. I don't want to call it this the sequel. I don't want to call it a trilogy. It's a it's a set of 3 films as far as I'm concerned. It the the first one was played really safe and then you went from playing it so safe to taking so many risks in Last Jedi and realizing people weren't ready for that much whiplash and then went back to playing it safe again and then gave everybody whiplash again. <laughs> it's just it didn't make no. it yeah. Here, here's the question I, I've, I think I've posed this before. Do you think we would have had a completely different trilogy if JJ had helmed all three movies? That if you would have been like, all three movies are yours. Do you think? Do, yeah. I do think we'd have had a more cohesive trilogy, yeah. where like everything makes sense, everything kind of it would have falls no, no, it's through. Instead, you get the first half of Last Jedi retconning Force Awakens instead of getting it explained. Mm-hmm. And then the first mm-hmm. half of Rise of Skywalker, you're retconning Last Jedi instead yeah. of just three movies that flow. They'll yeah. never, yeah. none of the trilogies will ever flow as rigid as good as the classics. Yep. Mm-hmm. No, just, I, I completely agree. The Lucas had the magic for that. He lost it when he went so commercial and do it did uh, the yeah. prequels. Yeah, he surrounded himself with yes men. Because, yes. because by the time he did the prequel, when he was doing the classics, everybody's like, oh, who, who's this fucking kid? Like out of high school or out of film school, uh, yeah, this is going to suck. This isn't ever going to be anything. And then it was. And then when he came back for the prequels, everybody was like, that's that's George freaking Lucas. What you what he says goes, you know, there was nobody there to like, mm, not a good idea. No fart jokes. That's not a good idea. And it, can we really I, rethink Jar Jar? Come on. Yeah, that's not a good idea. That's that mm, really the Nemoidians? That's a little racist. <laughs> like, do you really want to do that? <laughs> like, do we want to go that far? And then 
And then you come to the sequels, and instead of – don't get me wrong. Rogue One, in my opinion, is the gold standard for Disney films at this point. Oh, that That's the absolute best one they've done. It's also one of the best war movies ever. Oh, absolutely. So, so um, good. I can watch Rogue One over and over. Oh, yeah. But as, as much as I love it and, – and Solo was growing on me. I've been watching it more and more. It's been growing on me. Uh, mm. They should have not focused on the standalone films at all for the first – six years they should have sat down and made sure that they got the trilogy right the the continuation of it they should have made sure they had a plan from beginning to end wrote the entire thing out as three films parts one two and three got their directors all in a room together and got everybody on the same page instead of firing you know colin trevorrow right before he's supposed to start working on nine and rewriting nine and all this that they should have got it all put together got out an awesome trilogy because we'd had a trilogy out by what it, uh, actually, it would have been about this time if they'd have still worked on it the same way. Uh, and then, and now this year, we'd be looking forward to a standalone film, right? Yeah. You know, and, and whatever you, that you would know, have been. This is, or this is what they should have done. into it. Do a little more Rogue One type. Yeah. Don't, don't do like Solo's young story. Yeah. Do the middles, do the fillers. Yeah. Where we didn't get to see stuff, but they refer yeah. to it yeah. in the original trilogy. Yeah. Absolutely. You know, I, I've said this before. And you can say what you want about Kathleen Kennedy and everything like that. Everyone's got their, their own opinion of her. But to me, the person who should be the who should have been from the very beginning, the Kevin Feige of the Star Wars universe. I already, is I already agree with you. Yeah, I knew where you were going. Filoni should have been the one to be like, here you go. You know, you can still have Kathleen be like overall yeah. head of everything, but for the Star Wars part of yeah. it. Give it to the paddle. Not not necessarily directing yet, but no. Kevin Feige's not directing any movies, but he's still yes. keeping everything story, together. Story running, yeah, putting everything together, yeah. coming up with like, okay, you know, this is this is what we're you yeah. know, everything should have went through him, yeah. everything, and yeah. I and I feel like everything going forward needs to, because uh, oh. I think they, if I'm not mistaken, they well, they you see to- his hand, you see his hand in uh, the Mandalorian. Yeah. Like you can so see yeah. Filoni's hand in Mandalorian. Yeah, I, yeah I think to detail. I think after Rise of Skywalker, which obviously Episode Nine would have been called something else, had Filoni been, you know, it would have been a oh, whole yeah. different. You wouldn't even have this trilogy; it'd be something completely different. I think had Filoni been in charge from day one, I he would have put that loving care and that thoughtfulness into it, and that foresight of where they wanted to go. Because Filoni can play the long game; he proved that with Rebels, with the mm-hmm. world between worlds link between the end of season two mm-hmm. and the end of season four he can play the long game he's proven that mm-hmm. and i think he could have really delivered on something and he and he knows the heart of star wars just look at mandalorian it's, it's gorgeous he gets the yeah. heart of it and, and 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 when he sat down and, and explained how the duel and phantom menace is connected to the duel and return of the jedi in that gallery documentary they did i think it's like the second mm-hmm. half of the second episode that guy gets Star Wars on a level I didn't even know existed. Mm. You know, so if, if you guys haven't watched that, go pull up Gallery, uh, the, the second episode, and the whole last half. He explains how those two duels are connected all the way through. And and you're, uh, everybody oh. I've told sits back and goes, holy crap. You this, it's, this is sort of Star Wars connected. But again, this is something that if you want to watch it, there's a, a, doc, there's a documentary series on Netflix with, um, Favreau called Chef. Oh, really? Chef. 
and he goes around because he did a movie called The Chef, which he starred starred in. And he goes to all these different, you know, uh, cities and meets like the chefs. And he does one episode where he goes to Skywalker Ranch to cook a dinner for a film crew that are doing. This is right while they're starting to do Mandalorian. Aww. And Filoni is in, they're in they're in George's kitchen cooking, cooking dinner, Aww. cooking like a, cooking a meal, him. And they got he's got like a chef that goes with him. And Filoni is in there, and they're chopping. They're they're just you know cooking, and they're talking Star Wars. Two lines. Oh yeah, yeah. Filoni is Filoni and Favreau, and they're just geeking out over Star Wars. They're talking Mandalorian. I would give. And no, no, this is oh before Mandalorian. God. They're finishing up Clone Wars. I would give. He's talking about finishing oh up Clone God. Wars. I would give my left reproductive organ to have been in that room, mm. like just. Oh God! Just to sit at the same table as those two, I just yeah. pretend like I'm not here. Fly on the wall. I just want to and just hear them talk about. Oh my God! Well, that's why I hate this man because he got to meet. What? So I got to sit um, over a kitchen table with George Lucas in 1978. His you're God- dead to me, Joe. His godmother lived across the street from me. In my <laughs> you're dead to me. Yeah, <laughs> even he, he to lives me. in Modesto. <laughs> I, I, I am a Modesto boy. So oh I, I live in Modesto, and I'm kind of a big deal around here, Lucas. Oh, my God. Kind of. Yeah, we kind we of. do more of the American graffiti stuff than the Star Wars. I still haven't convinced, convinced the city to paint the um, water tower as the Death Star, but I'm working on it. Yes. <laughs> yes. Welcome to Modesto, California. In the yes. You know, that would be so awesome. Oh, um, my God. Yes. But, um, you know. Well, we are, yeah, uh, we are at the hour mark, so we will wrap things up. And uh, is it okay to make the announcement, Brett, yeah. Joe or Brian? Yeah, if you guys want to, um, go for it, yeah. Yeah, uh, we are going to be partnering with Brian Miller here in the Star Wars Canon app. Uh, from now, um, you will be able to link directly to our podcast and all our social media sites directly from the Star Wars Library, Canon Library, Canon Library mobile app. Yep. That right? Yeah, that's it. Okay, um, you got it. It's a mouthful. Uh, I know. I'm working yeah. on it. So you uh, <laughs> just download just download that app, and you'll be able to link directly to our show um, and to also all our social media outlets. So, um, so Brian, as the guest here tonight, why don't you start off and tell people where they can find you? All at? right. Well, I am. Also the host of a little podcast called the Star Wars Canon Podcast. You guys can find that on YouTube or on Anchor, uh, Spotify, iTunes. Uh, I think there's a couple of other places, CastBox and Stitcher. I think it's also there. You guys can check that out. Going to be coming back in the next few weeks with three new co-hosts we're adding to the show. They're really excited to get on the mic. Uh, One of them is in Egypt, and then the other two are here in the States, I do believe. So we're going international. We're gonna have wow. we're gonna have hosts from around the world on there, and uh, re- really awesome. looking forward to it. Uh, Mark, you mentioned the the Star Wars Canon Library mobile app that is available now on the Google Play Store. Uh, it's completely free. Uh, it will be on iOS come spring of 2021. I'll get it on there for the uh, iPhone users. Uh, so far, it's gotten it, it, the downloads already in the triple digits. It's actually insane how fast this thing's going, and and I'm really yeah, excited about awesome. it. Um, like Mark said, this podcast to be on there, my podcast to be on there. If you guys want to get a podcast on that mobile app, just shoot me an email, uh, Star Wars Canon Podcast at gmail.com, and we'll talk some stuff out. We'll figure it out. 
and I'll uh, see if we can get a page made for you guys too. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, also, a little known is uh, Brian here is also going to be one of the co-hosts of a little side project I'm doing called That Was The Way, The Mandalorian After Show, which we're still working on exact times and dates because of work schedules and stuff like that for when we're going to be actually yeah. recording that. Uh, we just did our first episode, which already has on our anchor 21 views Heck uh, yeah. the first, first week for so um so that was pretty cool uh we're looking to get that up on youtube that's going to be i think more of a youtube focused show um but yeah we were uh we're still working out the um the details so my it was myself and melissa miller no relation how do you know that i know of <laughs> i don't know um but uh so yeah check that out next week we'll be doing that after the debut of season two of the mandalorian uh joe where can people find you at uh, you can really find me out on facebook uh joe cahill director producer uh steamhouse entertainment uh, please check out some of my uh movie projects we've got going on out there night mistress which is just finishing up we're doing the scoring now and then it will be you know scheduled for release uh, please check out the last battleship. That one's going to be pretty awesome when I get her, get the funding and get to push it going. We can find me over on Instagram, Steamhouse Entertainment, Twitter, most fine places where you know social media is at. Also, right here at War of the Stars. And what once a month we I do a I'm a part of a special Dungeons and Dragons live entertainment uh, called the One Crit Blunders. And yes, we are, because we usually start off every game with a, uh, a, bl a blunderous crit. So far in the three episodes we filmed, uh, we have ones as the first die roll in every game. Nice. God. It sucks. Uh <laughs> All right. As always, if you want to get a hold of us here, uh, you can do so by emailing us at warofthestars1 at gmail.com. That is also our Twitter handle over on the Twitter machine uh, at War of the Stars one The Facebook group. Sorry, I just started pouring uh, rain here. Like I just heard it hit the roof. Oh, well. hmm. uh, War of the Stars. Uh, you can also find us on Facebook, Facebook group to search War of the Stars. That is also how you can find the Facebook page. Uh, and you can also, oh, patreon.com forward slash war of the stars. And we are still planning on doing that giveaway. Uh, the first 10 people that sign up will be put in a drawing and the winner will get a $20 gift card to Walmart. Um, and then as we get more patrons in, those prices may increase in value and uh, who knows. Um, but yeah, so we got that going on. You can find us on Anchor, Spotify, Twit, Twitch, not Twitch, um, Stitcher, Radio Public. Um, I think we're on iTunes, pretty much anywhere. Just go to your, wherever you listen to podcasts, just type in, War of the Stars, a Star Wars podcast, and you will be able to find us there. Uh, next week, uh, Brian, actually, I want to officially put out an invitation for you next week because I think 
Uh, next week's episode is going to be right up your alley. Oh, boy. We are going to be looking at Star Wars from the perspective of people that were in the military. Ooh, yeah. The Putting the war if... in Star Wars and looking at Star Wars from a military, <clears throat> looking at the Empire, the Rebellion, the New Republic, the Old Republic, Sweet. from the aspect of someone that was that people that were in the military. Uh, I know Joe is uh, ex-Navy and Air Force. Mm -hmm. Uh, Our other host, Ray, is ex-Air Force. And, of course, Brian here is a Army veteran. Oh, Ben, Brian, I'm sorry. um, Yeah, I think that... (laughs) Yeah, I am too. I am too, yeah. God, why the hell did I ever do that? Should have called me first. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. God. Uh, if, but yeah, uh, so, if I'm um, not, that will be our if I'm not stuck at work and if I can get out on parole, then yeah, I will definitely be on, uh, yeah. for, for people that don't know, I work at a grain elevator in Kansas and it's like pouring rain and icing like crazy out right now. So it's kind of put a standstill on harvest. Um, mm-hmm. but next week it's supposed to be nice again. So I don't know what we're going to be doing next week. So I, I'll have to play that one by ear, but yeah, if I'm not busy, I will definitely, lo- I'd love to be on. Yeah. All right. Uh, well, as always, that wraps it up for us this this week. So join us next week. And as always, remember, this isn't just my Star Wars. This isn't just your Star Wars. This is our Star Wars. Until next time, may the Force be with you. <laughs>